1: Good evening and a very warm summer welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And
2: I'm Anne Scantlebury. And my
1: goodness, it is hot today. It's warm on the ears, isn't it? Mm. You know you're in trouble when you enter the studio and you put on the headphones and there's a squish from someone else before Painting a picture on radio on Resonance FM. Favourite radio station. How, How? we doing? We, w- we weren't on last week. We were, we had a little summer holiday. Where were we? you, Steve? I went to Finland. Okay. You wouldn't think Finland was the place to go for a summer holiday. No. I'm telling you right now, it is is I had the time of my life in at so a video game conference, and then at Ilosari Rock, a rock festival. Okay. Are
2: you going to tell us more about the video game conference later?
1: I'd rather tell you about the rock festival, but sure, why not? We can talk about that later. We are a video game radio show today. And what were you doing?
2: Uh, I went to see Khalees at Somerset House. It was the time of my life. What was it? <laughs> oh my goodness, she was beautiful, it was glorious. Everybody Excellent. had a great time, and then I got really drunk running around trying to find a pub. Good news. Yeah. Uh, where were you?
4: I was in Turkey having the time of my (laughs) life.
2: Coincidence that none of us were together exactly. and yet we all had the times of our lives. Yes. <laughs>
1: does, that, does that show the listeners are getting in the way of us <laughs> having a good time? Well, I found out when we're back, we've,
2: we've,
4: we've got a summer break coming up. We've got yeah. this show and then next week, and then that's it. We're off for about five weeks, aren't Maybe we? Maybe if you'd no. have
2: talked to HR, you could have booked your holiday in the summer, <laughs> summer period. I, I yeah. mentioned
4: that upstairs when I got in earlier, actually. Um, yeah, and also I need to talk to you about uh, Third Thursday in September, I realised when I was in oh, Turkey. God. I know, I booked this y- y- months and months and months ago before we did Third Thursdays. Stuart Lee's playing Hitchin. What? Exactly. Maybe he can come to karaoke and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to see Stuart Lee, I'm afraid. So we'll either move it or or I won't be there. We've got a third Thursday coming up this Wednesday, haven't we? We
2: do. (laughs) On the fourth Wednesday.
4: (laughs) Hashtag brands. Uh, So looking forward to that. We'll talk to that later. And we'll also talk to uh, our studio guest. Hello. uh, It's Rachel Reynolds. Hi. Hey, Rachel. How are you doing?
5: Great. Thrilled to be here.
4: Great. Thanks for coming. You are a multimedia production assistant. I understand.
5: Yes, um, although I'm a production support assistant at Fail Better Games at the moment.
4: Excellent. Uh, So we will be chatting to you about that shortly. What's that siren? Uh, (laughs) We've got to go. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Play the theme. Uh, No, instead, uh, why don't you play uh, Anne's news jingle? 7.04
2: on Monday the 21st of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Microsoft is to cut 18,000 jobs in the next year. Affected by the cuts will be Xbox Entertainment Studios, the division responsible for creating Xbox-exclusive programming, which is to be shut down. Projects, Projects already in production, like the Halo TV series Halo Nightfall and Signal to Noise, the Atari documentary, will still be made. The company was keen to make it clear how important Xbox and games are, saying Xbox is a strong consumer brand with an incredible fan base. Then it did some business talk good luck to everybody affected by this
1: so this seems to have been coming for a while i mean as soon as they started reversing their path from multimedia machine to games console it was clear there were going to have to be some sacrifices
4: it's a heck of a number though isn't it 18 huge well a lot of that's not
1: that's a lot of that's coming from nokia isn't it as well their purchase of nokia and and subsequent folding of them fully into microsoft yeah so i believe yeah, a lot of that's coming from there. I think the it was quite a surprise to a lot of people. Like how hard it is. I mean, it's it's um, it's hard to go from a company that makes software into a company that produces content, and they've done that quite well with. Uh, with video games. They've managed to, you know, knock out the Halo games, purchase a lot of studios. A lot of those studios have gone the same way as this TV production company. And to suddenly start cold and then go up against Netflix, which effectively is what they've been trying to do and produce this, you know, format-exclusive TV is always going to be a big ask. And in a way, it's quite bold of them to to sort of reverse, but that's what happens when you get a new CEO, Satya. Exactly. But it's not just the entertainment team, is it? Some of the
4: games... Uh, the games guys are being so they're reducing. I read they're reducing the EMEA Microsoft EMEA uh, from however many, yeah, right to they're cutting that right down. So that's mm-hmm. people looking after games being published in the rest of Europe. Um, which is, it's just, yeah, I mean obviously they've been made for business readers rather than that of perception or what have you but it does send a strange message out, I thought, when I, I read
1: the news. I agree as a sort of numbers piece of news and it's terrible that people are using, losing their jobs and I have, you know, I have many, many good friends who work at Microsoft and I've had really positive dealings with them in the past but I would say I've never experienced a more top-heavy or management layered structure in any video game company. They are so big it is hard for them to move and react and I think that this is uh, part of what they're trying to address Yeah, they
2: did say that they were going to get rid of management um, up up and down and also sideways
1: Mm. Really? Sideways managers?
2: Yeah, so look, both left and right (laughs) when you get into work tomorrow Uh Kickstarter-funded sandbox game Yogs Ventures is no longer in development. Backers, who together raised $567,665, are being emailed Steam keys for Tug, a game by a studio cast has partnered with since the announcement. The problem seems to have been poor project management, with the six-person development studio Wintercool accepting some fault. Some backers have asked for a, re- a refund instead of a key, but there's no money left in the pot. Seems like this was an A-grade Kickstarter disaster.
1: Well, they were coming, weren't they? These, uh, yeah. these big Kickstarter failures. Is this the biggest one yet? Or
4: it's not. Uh, it was, it's the most high-profile, I guess. But that was, but mainly due to the partnership rather than the individuals involved, mm. I guess. I mean, I was reading about this today, and I didn't really understand it.
2: <laughs> it just <laughs> seems like it. They didn't really know how how much things would cost. Maybe.
1: So Yogs Ventures. I assume this is to do with the the Yogs Cast. It is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, and the Yogs Cast is. It's uh, th- so a YouTube channel.
2: YouTube.
4: YouTube.
1: Tricky. YouTube. We've tried YouTube, haven't we?
4: <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. moved on to Twitch. Yes, so, they're, yeah, so, so they, they're, they're like that, but mm, better right.
1: and popular. <laughs> See, we find it very hard. <laughs> we still don't really know how it works. And, yeah, we haven't uh, got the cash to produce our own game yet.
2: But they're one of the popular ones. Well, hence, they were
4: able to raise $500,000. Yeah. Mm. And they
2: partnered with this uh, six-person development team who said, oh, we're going to make this game. Want to put your branding on it?
4: I know, yeah, and it seems that nobody checked with any. Do you know what business
2: is? No, I don't actually.
4: Well, because I was reading something today, he said. um, He said, "Yeah, well, we did ask. We gave all the we gave everybody thirty two thousand dollars that was going to be on the project, and we made them sign a contract. But fortunately, that contract didn't state what work they had to do. So, (laughs) so, so he left after two weeks, and then we haven't got any money. Oh my god! Yeah, you're like. Rachel you're you've been uh, looking into this this week haven't you obviously uh,
5: Yeah I've been following this we well we've all been following this quite closely in Failbetter office just because um Failbetter has used Kickstarter in the past so so this is something that was of quite interest to us Yeah one of the artists who was involved on the game um got offered a job with Lucas and We Rick all left. would
0: <laughs> I've got to
5: say <laughs> Lucas Arts when you want a job Yeah I'd drop a lot of things I, I'd
4: leave right now Mid-show. Could you? Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> <never> mine. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> I didn't know LucasArts existed anymore. I thought it had gone away. Yeah, hang on a minute. we His story's talking about. So, yeah, so apparently he just
5: left didn't he, with his money. Uh, yeah, uh, there was nothing in... He'd uh, they'd, he, only two weeks ago signed the contract. He hadn't done any work for them whatsoever, but because they hadn't actually stated in the contract what the money was <laughs> dependent on he's not obligated to return the money and obviously has decided not to. Right. There was
2: a, They did a breakdown of where all of their costs went and there was definitely something in there about legal costs. The high le- they got somebody involved got legally but just not on the contracts. <laughs> and spent an
4: awful lot of money, like a high proportion of their... Um their income on uh, on legal fees, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But I um, one but at no point decided to go. The real take problem.
1: a look at this contract.
2: Just, just have a quick little looky over
1: it. <laughs> the real problem with like big failures like this is not, I think, you know, the failure itself, which is sad for everybody involved, uh, apart from the guy who's got 300 <laughs> by- and a job at Lucas <laughs> But <it's laughs>
0: He's sad a for, real winner. <laughs> it's sad for everyone
1: else. Uh, it's really sad for the people who are put off Kickstarter is as a platform exactly, and, exactly. Uh, you know the smaller projects that this hurts.
4: I could completely agree. I was talking rachel uh, when she came in early and um i've been reading about how great sun the sea is and i remember looking at the kickstarter page and thinking ah oh, shall i i was i mean i i had too many outstanding projects at the time and mm-hmm. i yeah and i, I and I, I didn't back it and that looks great and you know and i lost my ten dollars on the on
1: the yacht casts <laughs> you not even got a job <laughs> <Exactly>. and, like, <laughs> oh, <it's>,
2: oh. <laughs> military dictator of Panama is suing Activision for using his face in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Manuel Noriega, who had control of Panama from 1983 to 1989, is pretty mad at the blatant misuse, unlawful exploitation and misappropriation for economic gain of his image in Cod Cod Blops 2, which was released in 2012. In the game, he helps antagonist Raul Menendez fake his demise. He says the game portrays him as a kidnapper, murderer and enemy of the state, and he will stop at nothing. Thing to get
1: justice. Was it really all those years ago that we were told to stop saying "cobblops"?
2: Yeah. Oh. So I brought it back. <laughs>
1: I'm told, I'm told by this guy.
2: I like that um,
4: you that you list the uh, the times he had control of the country,
2: yeah. almost <laughs> as part of his
4: CV.
0: Yeah.
4: And in the and in the late eighties, I, tell, I kind of... Did you add him on LinkedIn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's good to know what he's. Oh, well, actually, these days he's in prison. Oh, okay. So, um, in two thousand and eleven, I think it was, he was uh, he was extradited to France, uh, found guilty of a lot of stuff, and then sent back to Panama to serve uh, twenty years in prison. So he's got a bit of time on his hands okay, now. Okay, yeah. And he's, he's
4: playing video gone, games. We all know just, how easy it is in prison. Like,
2: wait, wait a minute. That's. What? Hold up!
4: I mean, I did have control of the country,
2: from- <laughs> but I. <laughs> but that is the uh, that's the time in which uh, within the game uh, he is featured.
1: Okay. So he should be grateful, isn't that like a common Kickstarter reward? Put your face yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah. EA are trying to do this with their face technology sort yeah. of stuff. We all want to. That's the first thing we do in FIFA, isn't it? Put right. face in the game, and he's suing because of it.
2: Yeah.
4: Do you think he's going to be successful? What uh, were
1: Activision's contracts like?
2: <laughs> so, uh, well, he's got a job at Lucas. I think okay. <laughs> so it's all been fine.
1: What if we uh, What if we wrote to Activision and said they could include us as the Call of Duty villains for yeah. free? We would be happy for them to do that. Would I would be.
2: be happy to be listed as a kidnapper, murderer, and enemy of the state. Oh. Oculus has cancelled the orders of some developer kits for buyers it believes are selling the virtual reality hardware on eBay. The company, which makes the Oculus Rift, took action after being alerted to the auctions on its developer forum. It was confirmed on Twitter that Oculus doesn't allow resale of the development kits and doesn't offer a warranty on second-hand sales, saying if you buy on eBay, you're on your own. Hopefully this decision, uh, this decisive action won't cause a rift with developers. Hey.
4: That's a good one. You trip yourself up with the... Uh, you're yeah, no, excited, it's a ex- aren't you are excited, are not you? New ex- ones ex- come ex- in. <laughs>
2: yes! I've
4: got it. So, how would you... How would they expect to get away with this? Like, yeah, hi, Um, can I order an Oculus Rift? Yeah, sure, yeah, why am I making a game? Yeah, cool. Um, hi, uh, can I have another one? Yeah, what happened to the pre- previous one? Oh.
2: Oh, I was using it, but I got a bit too <laughs> involved. Walked into the wall.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, all right, okay, sure. We'll send you another one. Hi, uh... Can I have another Oculus Rift, please? <laughs> yeah, it's just how would you expect to get away with it? Huh? Mm. How many
1: Oculus Rifts have you got? I've got zero no, I've got right none now. I've either. got none. Just buy them on eBay, Sold apparently. Sell them all. Mm. And they've stopped, they've stopped doing the dev kits. And
4: Yeah, but which ones can you buy? Is it only the lower-res ones? I
1: thought they'd stopped completely now. I don't know. I think, don't, I don't I think know. They've, uh, they've closed pre-orders. Because, and someone said, oh, you know, they said, but wait for news soon. And they are like, maybe they're going to announce a re- retail date at Gamescom. So, okay. who knows? I'm now reporting on someone else's rumour. I could be a news story. I mean, you probably will be.
2: Finally, journalism has been unable to tell fiction from reality again. A news report on today- Russia Today about African child soldiers was seen using a screenshot from Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain. Russia Today is in good company. The BBC broadcast the logo of the United Nations Space Command from Halo in 2012 during a report on Syria. If this continues, we'll look forward to seeing clips of sex education game privates on One Born every minute when they explain how the baby gets made. Oh dear. So they used the screenshot to illustrate what? Um what a child soldier looks like. Okay. It appears And
4: they thought it was a photo.
2: Y- uh yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, says that's uh, For, yeah,
4: PlayStation 4 must be very happy
1: really, and Xbox really One good. super happy really with good. that. Yeah.
2: It looks real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty bleak news week, hasn't it? this week? I was worried yeah. about what you were gonna say. i probably <laughs> yeah. do with more video games in the news, you know. Yeah. Within-
0: yeah
4: hmm here we are yeah good well thanks for the thanks, uh, thanks for, the... for that oh, I should... a beat oh, story oh, no. starts oh, off sorry. with redundancies ends <laughs> with child soldiers <laughs> ladies and gentlemen one life left <laughs> kittens <laughs> your,
2: are your
4: somewhere you're like I'd look at video games news <laughs> thanks Anne
0: one life left video game news with Anne Scampleberry <laughs>
1: listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world, and we are proud to be part of it. This is Sentiment by Iron Ore. It's from chiptune.org. chiptunes.org. You should go there and listen to all of the music. Make your own assessment on what the best chiptune is. We think this is awesome.
4: While you're doing that, London, Uh, go get your diaries. Look at Wednesday. What's happening Wednesday? There's no football on anymore, is there? No football. Boring, isn't it? We're waiting for football to start again. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's hot. So, what we, what we could do with is a night out together, couldn't yeah. we? Yeah. So, uh, Wednesday night at Loading Bar in Dalston, uh, we're running our karaoke again. Please do come along.
1: We were just discussing our new songs. Yeah. It's hashtag Thursday. Thursday Um On the 23rd. It's on a Wednesday. Wednesday, but it's Wednesday. the 23rd day, you exactly. see how this so works. So, it's fine. Um, and, um, yeah, we're just talking about our new songs. We'll have some new songs. Yep. Also, I just got some news. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember do you remember when we did our shows from gdc yeah do you remember one of our first guests from the first show at gdc adriel
0: oh yes
1: yeah. adriel yeah who invented the train jam yeah she'll be there
4: oh cool brilliant yep. i'll tell
1: you on. who else will be there
4: um sam brace who used to play with skinny lister he did uh, sam brace. uh he's, actual, there. he's coming along yeah so I've He's an attractive man He
1: is handsome We're not, Steve He is mm. so that's, what, that's how you, you, don't you like tell we being us. honest <laughs> Exactly like, <laughs> Happy to admit We're not attractive He's coming
4: um, I saw him down in Brighton He's coming there So yeah, it's going to be a fun night We'll be kicking off About half seven-ish uh, Be loads of fun If you don't fancy singing You should just come And enjoy the
1: spectacle It's at the Loading Bar In Stoke Newington um, If you don't know What we're doing We're doing video game karaoke It's where we sing Pop music songs And change the words To be about video games You should know that by now Podcast listeners what are you doing tonight?
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> not too much, are you?
2: Are you just on the tube on the way home? Yeah, don't stop. go <laughs> home. <Get hot. laughs> Turn
0: around. Get
4: yourself to Highbury, Islington. Get the overground train to Dalston Kingsland. Kingsland. Yeah, it's a short walk from there. You can walk past a new um, bar that's started selling Canadian poutine. Brilliant, authentic Canadian. You can stop there, and then, then you can come and join us this evening. The, this Sam Brace, who used to sing his Skinny <laughs> Lister, he's going to be there. And uh, Adriel's going to be there. It's
1: right. the train jam. Exactly. And so
4: Anne will buy you a drink. No. Rachel, Rachel, what are you doing on Wednesday?
5: Apparently, I'm coming are to Are you? Carry Yay.
1: Rachel will be there. Rachel's coming. That's three people. <laughs> exactly. Three people
4: confirmed. Uh, it's good fun. So we'll see you there yes. uh, either on Wednesday or shortly, depending on when you are listening to this.
1: <laughs> or yesterday. <Exactly>. <laughs> 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 Rachel,
4: uh, so, how's it going?
5: Yeah, pretty good.
4: So you're working with uh, Failbetter at the moment. So Sunless Sea, uh, Kickstarter, as we mentioned. Tell us a bit about that.
5: Well, um, Sunless Sea is a spin-off of a game that um, Failbetter's was originally best known for, which is called Fallen London, uh, which is in a version of London that sank beneath the sea and uh, is slightly unusual to the London that we all know and love. Uh, devils, and, uh, devils and talking cats roam the streets. No one can die. And there's a serial killer called, um, Jack of Knives who wanders the streets. It also has Knife and Candle, which is the politest game of murder ever.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. If no one can die, how can, how can, he, he, be can he be a serial killer?
5: He's very frustrated by oh, this. I see. see. It's, it's an unusual
4: game, Fallen London, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it's a living game, isn't it? So it would, in terms of it exists online and.
5: Yeah, it's a browser based game. Sunless Sea is more of a digital download okay. game now, but Fallen London is, digit- uh, is a browser game. Uh, so you get. Uh, certain amount of um, turns in, in a while you get 20 turns to a candle and if you want to you can pay to get a second candle but otherwise it's completely free you can play the game without ever needing to spend money but you can also get a second candle, the House of Chimes, and also a few extra stories if you wanted to. And it's and it's
4: very very popular. It's, it's got a really hardcore audience, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it, it, a lot of people enjoy it actually. Um, according to Alexis Kennedy, who is the um, uh, main person in charge of for London, uh, it's got quite a good audience. It's got a lot of people who are very fond of it in England, but it's also got quite a large American following. They uh-huh. like it in the same way they like Doctor Who and Sherlock.
1: Anglophiles. Right? Yes. that's where we cash in. So- okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
4: right. <laughs> so, Sunless Sea uh, is a different type of game. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, then. How does it work?
1: It's an
5: exploration game. Uh, it's based on an area which you are told a little bit about in Fawn London, but you don't have to have played Fawn London to understand Sunless Sea. So, what happens is you're the captain of a small boat. You can assemble a crew and sail out to discover the Sunless Sea. At the moment, it's stationary, but one of the newest updates is going to mean that the sea constantly changes, Mm -hmm. so you can play the game a a thousand times and have a thousand different games. Uh, So there's things to discover, uh, like, for example, islands of strange monks and devils and lots of mysteries on different islands and you can choose what you do and how you try to make money so you can be a spy for the, um, the Navy, you can be a smuggler you can try and make an honest living and at the moment there's a few goals that you can do as an end target uh, they're going to be doing more at the moment, it is early access, so the idea is it's going to develop and grow over time, but we're letting people have a go Enjoying
4: now. now So um, your job is to work with the game-playing community and sort of deal with them. Is that, is that right? Yes. So, sort of how they're playing. It. So how a, a lot of people don't understand early access. I'm talking about publishers, some... Um people that make yeah. Yeah, games <laughs> and no game stuff. Yeah. So how are you finding it and how is the audience enjoying it?
5: The audience are responding well to it. One of the things the audience seems to be responding best to is the fact that they can actually talk to us, the developers. Alexis, uh, Alexis, Adam, Liam, some of the members of the team are actually on the Steam forums. They talk to people, they respond to people and say, that's a really good idea or we are going to be doing that. Uh, We've got roadmaps where we can show people this is what we're going to be working on in the future, and they seem to be responding really well to that in a way that you can't get with bigger companies because, obviously, they've got an awful lot to do. So that's been really positive. Um, And so far, people have been liking the game, but it's quite telling that... I've got friends who are playing the game, and they go, oh, I started playing Sunless Sea, and I went, great, how many times have you died? It's a tough game. At the moment... it's got a bit of a learning curve everyone it's a it's one of those games where you you, at least to start with you die a lot but then you immediately try again because it's a very addictive i found for i spent a good three days just going must try again
4: and so um the people that are playing at the moment are they mainly kickstarter backers or how many how many people have uh, found it through early access on steam
5: actually we've had a really good actually we've had a lot of people who have bought the game on steam we have we've got a lot of people who are saying they're going to wait until the game is fully released but they're interested so um we did uh, we made sure that everyone who backed the game with enough on kickstarter has gotten their codes and we've made sure that they were the people who got the game first but actually there's been a good um i think they said there's been at least 20 Thousand people who've bought the game on early access. Wow, which is a good number.
4: Are they serial early accessers? Would you say? I, I mean, I'm I'm yet to I'm yet to jump on board with early access. Mm. I, I, yeah, we were to, we were talking about this a couple of shows ago. So yeah, we've had a few.
5: We've had some people be a bit sceptical. I have to admit on the forums. We we it, it, they've actually been very polite. Which, like I was saying, considering we've got a game which is the politest game of murder. Mm. Clearly, they're taking our lead from right. that. Most people have been very civil about talking to us about it. So, yeah, we have had some sceptics who've gone, the game was so interesting from what you've shown us that I decided to make uh, to have a go. But there have been people who do sound like they're a bit jaded from other early access games. I think what people like is we've shown a clear idea of where we're going. We mm-hmm. have dates for updates, and uh, we're going, right, we've done this much work on the maps, we've done this much work on the combat, and then we're going to work on it more. So we've been very open with them about where we are and where we're going.
4: Okay. So when's it coming out of Early Access?
5: It's going to be out in September, I believe. Okay. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's on Early Access now, but Fully Access is hopefully, as Full long as access. it doesn't get delayed is going to be okay. out in about September, because I believe.
1: That's when we come back from our summer break. Maybe we'll review it then. Maybe.
5: I live in hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you you used to do a video games
4: radio show. Interesting. Yes.
5: Oh, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> it was a student radio show. So uh, it was at Bournemouth University. It was called Level Up because okay. I'm apparently not very creative. <laughs> um, yeah, I so I, I'd have guests come in in a similar way to the way you, you guys do, um, talking about it from a lo- lot of different perspectives. So, for example... I had art students come in to talk about the uncanny valley in video games yep. and how we approach stuff as games get more and more photorealistic. How to stop you? Is someone going? Oh my God! Kill it with fire!
1: Sounds quite clever. Are You writing this down? I'm writing this down. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. When, when was the sh- when did you do this show?
5: Uh, it was Halloween of 2013.
1: And 2013. And how okay. do
4: you talk? How, how do you interview people?
5: Does I have, have the interest? most. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, I bring someone in and encourage them bring to them talk in. about yeah, right, okay. things okay. that mm. they...
4: We didn't do that last week. Mm. <laughs> <Everybody in. laughs> bring them in, OK. Uh,
5: it, I encourage them to talk about things that interest them, talk about what they've learned on the subject. Like I said, I brought in art students and people who know students. about...
1: I'm going to write that down. So, um, in so what interests you?
5: Uh, I love I love video game I, I love video games and I love the stories of video games. Okay. That's one of the reasons I became such a fan of Fail Better. And um,
1: what have you learned?
5: It's extremely difficult to do the story in a video game. Um, they have to consider all the options people might want to take. They were saying about the fact that uh, they think they've done nearly. 150,000 words in and London, it may actually be more I'm just remembering this off the top of my head so that's for every story path that's possible uh, and trying to consider the options that people may take so if you take that into something that's even bigger um, then obviously you get an idea of how much work is involved
1: I think I've got my interview technique down. It's good. I'm going to leave...
4: I've, so I've written down, bring them in, students. If I leave that here <laughs> for the next show,
5: <laughs>
4: maybe maybe they'll take that as a request. Uh, Rachel, that's brilliant. So uh, we can find uh, Sunless Sea on uh, Steam. Can we listen to Level Up anywhere? Is it online?
5: Uh, it might be somewhere, um, but I, I don't think so. I don't think there are any online anymore. They might be in an archive somewhere at Bournemouth University, but... Okay. I'm if if sure you're at they're...
4: Bournemouth University, can you dig those out? And we'll, <laughs> and we'll see what else we can learn. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. You're going to stick around, aren't you?
5: Yeah, definitely.
3: Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. A local academy school has been put under special measures after it has been decided that it was being a so-called Trojan school. It was alleged that students at the bullworth Academy were being persuaded to take extracurricular Rockstar modules in order to be able to get a 100% score on their courses. Whilst this isn't in itself a problem, it is believed that these courses were teaching students how to become Russian mobsters in Liberty City, how to kill people in the Wild West, and worst of all, how to become a ping-pong player. We spoke to the headmaster, who said that students needed to learn what real life was like, and if it had a really cool soundtrack, then everything should have been all right. He also said that England invented ping-pong, and it was originally called whiff-waff, so we should shut our mouths, or he'd pop a cap somewhere we wouldn't want it. Thanks, and back to your usual programming.
1: brilliant clam and score we went to see churches didn't we we did we went to see churches on thursday night best friends churches 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 and we also we also had some good news about our theme didn't we, we did actually we, we did, did. i think
2: listeners will be pleased to see how this develops
1: yeah it's gonna be very interesting i think so yeah that was at somerset house that was excellent is, is that it for good news is there any more no, i think that's, that's it for it. good news okay that's so all the good news there is interesting Right, uh, what's next
4: in the... got three letters this week. Only three? When we're not around, people forget, don't they? Yeah. Why would you forget about us? We're, we're going to be gone. After next week, we're going to be gone for about six weeks, and then they'll regret it, won't they? Yeah. Yes, they will. <laughs>
1: we can read these out. All right, right. let's yeah. Email, messages, and forward, BCC, one life
6: letters...
4: Richard Pilot writes, Hello, One Life Left team and super special guests. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Last night, I had a dream where I attended the One Life Left musical. (laughs)
2: Upset it 's a matter of fact, is br- isn 't it? Yeah. This is brilliant, and also let 's do which it, which
4: ended in a song proclaiming the wonders of seven out of ten. If you could turn any game into a musical, what would it be, and why Ooh. says Richard, any game into a musical mm, okay. something like the secret of Monkey Island would work well as a musical
1: wouldn 't it? it would, but it would be too too obvious, too obvious, I think I think you really want to go incredibly abstract, so Tetris the musical, okay, you know about. Uh, two blocks that don't fit well together oh. and then you know something happens and they <laughs> they, they disappear <laughs> okay. uh, that's far I've got. Okay. May, maybe you go really take a game that really really is very very serious and appeals to the sort of audience who would say, I hate musicals. Call, like musical. yeah. Call of Duty. Call of Duty the musical. Cobblops. Cobblops the musical. musical. Cobblops yeah. two the musical.
4: <laughs> okay, there you go. We're, we're gonna turn that into a musical. Maybe that could be our Game City project. I wrote a musical, you know. Did you? Was
1: it about Call of Duty? No, I wrote I wrote Pong the musical oh, right. with uh, Owen Benelak.
2: And did how you? did that go? Still,
1: yeah. still have have it at home somewhere.
2: No, I remember it. that, yeah. yeah Could, can we, we perform that? Shall we
4: perform? At are you, well, you're not, not that, going to I'm not going to be at Nottingham. Can Anna and I perform it? Yes. Yes. this It's only Pong, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> That'll work.
4: <laughs> I'll be back one.
2: I'll be back two.
1: Owen oh, Benalack can be the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we should do something with that. Oh, maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful adventure.
4: <laughs> Thanks for this letter, Richard Pilot. When we end up on stage singing about that dictator
0: yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been because of your letter you What ones
1: with dictator
2: see you later <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay uh robert wells right hey Robert wells Weasel with hey, robert wells hello team full stop hello special guest Hi. full stop since you've been gone
2: i can breathe for the first time I'm just getting ready for Wednesday, guys. Okay, just yeah. getting ready.
1: I've been kicking myself for not putting fifty quid on Germany as Anne told me to. Has she got <laughs> any tips on tonight's Dota International Final between newbie and Vichy?
2: Oh my goodness! I don't understand this at all.
1: Mm, I don't understand Dota either. I've been following uh, Philippa. Philippa. War. Well, our war Shh. correspondent.
2: Our war
4: correspondent. <laughs> 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 Joke. <Yes. laughs> Good joke. I know.
1: Works. it worked. It's
2: Just solid. She yeah. is, uh, she's in Seattle at the minute at the championships, and she she's Why
1: is our war correspondent <laughs> in
2: Seattle?
4: <laughs> oh, no, yes, I the, the wrong way.
2: Um, I don't understand a word. No, there are says. other people
4: out there talking about this stuff, and they keep tweeting about these tweeting these pictures of hundreds
1: of thousands of people. Such a big arena. I think. I'm going to learn about eSports.
2: I'm going to become an eSports champion, Steve. I met up with uh, Pip the other week to discuss Hearthstone. We ended up not talking about Hearthstone. <laughs> and now she's out of the country. But I tell you, my August, that's what I'm going to be doing. I think we should do this. Yeah, I want to we learn
1: have how a- to
0: training montage
1: at the start of September. Yeah. Here are the things that we've done. Okay, anyway, sorry, distracted. I also, says Robert Wells, relish the action at Evo, cheering on the ludicrous Super Smashers Brothers fights and how much fun it is after so many years, shocked by the one-sided Ultra Street Fighter 4 final and left breathless by tension at the BlazBlue final as Garareo came back from Championship Point against him and again and again to reset the bracket and finally in the last round showdown for All the marbles triumph. I'm not surprised ESPN has picked up esports. It has a power to thrill as much as any other sport. What's your favourite moment from watching video games? Jolly good what? Robert. Favourite moment watching video games? Watching video games. Sam Fox strip poker on the spectrum.
4: (laughs) your favourite, was it? Yeah.
1: Formative I mean, that's good.
4: It's good. good. We all remember that. Uh,
1: famous.
2: I really enjoyed watching myself. Um, when Steve videoed me, my (coughs) reaction to what was that super scary game that we played?
3: Outlast. Outlast. Outlast,
2: yeah. I look like an idiot. Did you see that Oculus Rift
4: mod that someone did where you, um,. So you wear the Oculus in front, obviously, like you normally do, although um, it doesn't or look you normal. Sell it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you wear a camera rig that goes on, you strap to your back, and it's got a camera above and behind oh, you. No. And you see yourself in third person, as if you do in a video game.
1: Amazing.
4: Imagine oh. that.
2: Is right. it? Can you use it on Outlast? Because that would—I would cry. I would just sit in a corner and cry. Didn't they try Alien Isolation on the Rift?
4: Did they?
5: And oh. apparently, it was pretty much <laughs> round trousers time for the people playing um, it. it.
2: Makes me sad
5: just thinking about
1: that. it.
2: I don't want to do it.
1: Mm, I think my favourite moment was was watching Anne play Outlast as well. It was it was genuinely funny. We had a good time on Twitch. Yeah. We should get back.
2: We're going to do that, that in August. August, aren't we?
1: Steve? Aren't we? We're going to do so much in August.
2: Uh, dear team at onelifeleft.com and super special guest, I would like to fuel the flames of a not-a-game argument by starting a discussion about my current favourite video game, Duolingo. It's a game that simulates the life of an enthusiastic German language student in the first year of school life. That sounds interesting. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It provides what all great games should, a small sense of validation for my otherwise meaningless existence, which is what video games are for. Look... I don't really have a point uh, to make when I started writing this letter. And I'm just wondering if you guys read the entire thing before you start reading it out on air. Because you're usually notice. a little bit desperate for letters. Here's a picture of a tiger fighting a Jager. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Thank you.
4: Cheers, <laughs> Cheered me up, that letter. And I did read all of it. I did read
2: and all it of it. And it made the cut. <laughs> Thank you very you very. I only <laughs> have three letters?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for your letters. Rachel, we don't have one for you to read out. Do you have anything to... But, but you didn't say something that you were going to say earlier. Yes. Now's your time.
5: Yes. Frame it as one a letter. <laughs> um, okay. Dear One Life,
4: and, Life and Left. And super special guests.
5: And super special guests. The super special guest forgot to mention something that she thinks she'll find rather interesting. What's mm. that? Feel Better Games is going to be doing a collaboration with a rather well-known studio in the next uh, little while. I'm interested. This studio... It's called Bioware. Oh,
0: yeah. I've heard of them! <laughs>
5: Yes, um, there's a limit to what I'm allowed to say, uh, but from Alexis Kennedy, I can say we, ha- we will have more information coming very, very soon. It's been This is a project that's been three years in the making. It's been top secret for all that time. They were fit to burst and they had to say something. So they put a little thing on their website saying, we're working with a little company you may have heard of. Uh, and they had to beg to be allowed to say even that. Did
4: they, who did they have to beg from?
5: Well Bioware I imagine yeah no,
4: but who are Bioware because Greg and uh, the other guy have left haven't they mm.
5: I'm not Get- entirely sure I was just told they had to beg okay. uh, so yeah so if you're a fan of Bioware watch this space because Fail Better Games is going to m- be making a big so, announcement sometime in the future
1: so is this an exclusive
2: uh, the, the
5: people yes, have been aware is, of this
1: it's a radio exclusive this is a radio exclusive this has been mentioned on, radio, on FM radio in London <laughs>
5: to my knowledge
1: do you that's, mean that's yes? yes yeah exactly
4: great <laughs> Thanks. Another you, should, one. you should write to us more often yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you very much for your letters uh, you've got one more week to get on uh, the show until we take the summer break so please do email
2: team at com.
1: Yeah, Finland. Good time, with it? Future of the games industry. Right. Actually, more on that in the review section. Okay. Uh, but I had the best time. So what did you UNT. get up to? Uh, well, I, I did a talk. I killed the games industry over there. Uh, How many times the, have you killed it now, total? Uh, I don't know, three or four. Excellent. Here's what happened. So um, I, I had a nice time and, and finished the talk, and everyone was very, very polite, and it was lovely. Now, Matt Bock, friend of the show, Matt Bock, he did talk as well. Brilliant, brilliant talk. About the uh, various prototypes Harmonics have been through on the way to uh, producing Fantasia, which looks excellent too. And this is why I really, really recommend Yonsei uh, as a place to go and talk and, and go and watch because it was kind of really, really nice atmosphere. Loads and loads of different, diverse things. You had Matt talking about Fantasia. You had the Resogun guys, Housemart, were doing uh, you know, talked all about their game. Really useful things, but in this nice atmosphere where you can drink as well. Right? Cool, great, long drink while you're watching these talks genuinely felt like friends sharing information brilliant and at the end of matt's talk people were coming up to him and saying how brilliant he was and i was sitting grumpily <laughs> a little bit alongside him um and it was it was it was fine and, and this this girl was talking to matt and saying, oh, i just wanted to say how great your talk was and i was thinking oh, fine, well I hope, I hope i'm next stop for her <laughs> and then this guy sort of ambles up to me and he said, "Oh, um, sorry. St- could I just interrupt?" And I was like, "Oh, hi." And he was like, "I, I, uh, I was in your talk yesterday." And I was like, "Here we go." And He said, "I, I just wanted to say, it was very boring."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
4: So there we go. I was uh, so while you were there, I was in Brighton at the Develop conference. Abund- I saw Ann down there. Yep. Um, yep. Stuff. Um, Uh, two things happened to me so I uh, I did my talk uh, called Being Mike Bithell um, Mm -hmm. which went down pretty well I think Uh, Mike Bithell was there he walked out at the end and said you're dead to me and (laughs) (laughs) that was fun but um i was looking i was charting the rise of mike bithel and sort of uh seeing if we could learn from his behavior how to promote your video games and stuff like that and there was a section in it where i looked at how closely associated mike bithel is with his video games so i looked at how many people have been talking about mike bithel and how many people have been talking about thomas was alone and I was surprised, actually, t- the discussion about Thomas Was Alone on online, Twitter, uh, forums, news pieces and blogs uh, dwarfs mentions of uh, Mike Bithell. So mm. it's sort of not... I mean, I thought everybody would say that he's a creator of Thomas Was Alone, but um, sort of 75% of stories that mention Thomas Was Alone do not mention its creator. Or, or sorry, 75% 30. of... Uh, mentions. um, And then I contrasted this with Peter Molyneux and uh, looked at his Twitter presence and how in the last year there have been more stories written about Peter Molyneux uh, than there had been about Goddess and Curiosity, the two games that he's done in those two years. And even if you exclude, if you search for Peter Molyneux and stories that do not mention Goddess and uh, Curiosity, there are still more news stories about peter molyneux himself than his games so he's bigger than his games and it's not often working for him. and i showed a um a spike uh when uh, peter molyneux mentions it, uh, in june and um you could see a very visible spike on june the ninth i think it was and that was as a part of the fable announcement on xbox one right. a game in which he's not no longer involved mm. so you can so I, was, I was talking about the risk of potentially uh Becoming too closely associated and becoming the story itself. Now, I, I've described it very sensibly here, but um, as part of the talk, I made a few jokes. I know, a few cheeky, I mean, Good. yeah, and stuff. Cheeky, yeah, and a few little cheeky jokes. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I talked about how uh, he needed to sort of move it on and maybe that's why he stopped talking anymore and he's he's got Jack involved, mm-hmm. he's been on the show, yeah. and stuff like that. And uh speculate for reasons that that may be. And then the, show, the talk finished. And, uh, Jack was in there, wasn't he? Hey. I said, like, like, "Oh, hi, hi." He said, "Yeah, this is really good." Talk to so, him, right? And I was thinking, Shh, "Right, did I say anything nasty about Peter?" Martin? I mean, they were just still silly and I immediately felt dreadful. And he said, "Yeah, no, it's really good." I'm like, Are you sure? Are you sure? He said, "Yeah, no, it's fine." So, I mean, I think it was okay. I didn't say anything wrong. I don't think I just made a few jokes. The other thing I did though uh, was I played on both Oculus Rift and Project Morpheus, one oh. after the other. And Well, Project Morpheus uh, made me grin like a loon. And the guys whose job it is to hand this technology over to people must be one of the most satisfying jobs in the games industry at the moment because they are literally giving you a glimpse into another world. There were two demos. One was Street Luge and one was... Um in the deep and in so it, street luge that you sat on a beanbag and sort of raced down a street i didn't play that one but i watched other people playing it and it's great you put stuff on you just see them smiling i played in the deep which is essentially a uh it's just a demo a tech demo you are in a, a shark cage and uh, uh you're being pulled up and then oh something goes wrong and a big shark starts ripping bits off the cage and then and stuff like that and um yeah i was hugely impressed it's it's obviously just a prototype at the moment and there are a couple of bits that you would hope that they change but the first thing that i did was so you were in the shark cage i so I then turned around turned completely around <clears throat> and the view goes with you like wow you can look backwards and then you go well okay you like you can look up so and and then and then the, the uh, guy whispers he's like yeah now look down and you look down and you can see your legs in like so you see the legs of a character uh, digitally that look like your legs where you're standing you're like whoa and then you see beneath those see at the floor of the sea, and stuff oh god this me this is incredible and then, he, and then he goes now bend your legs and you bend your legs they bend in game <laughs> so you're like <laughs> now obviously because obviously what you would do if really in a shark cage is you would just start bending your legs and this <laughs> huge great white starts ripping the door yeah. off and stuff but yeah it's great really 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 good and um, so I asked the guys like, okay when's it coming out I'm not saying like, okay is No Man's Sky going to be on it and they said whoa can't say <laughs> but that was the point where I under well, that's when No Man's Sky began to make sense to me, because mm-hmm. essentially it's, it's Minecraft pros- crossed with Proteus crossed with Elites, from what yep. I can see at the moment, it's an explosion game. If, if that's on Project Morpheus, we are never
1: leaving our houses. <laughs> and you've sold yours on eBay. <laughs> exactly. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was, earlier, uh, Calavera, that was about us, and this is the brilliant Doctor Avatar. <laughs> Doctor Ooh. Avatar,
0: you're needed in surgery immediately. The only one that can do this.
6: You're gonna have to operate. Doctor Avatar, operating room dictation on patient Roe, comma Delson. Operative diagnosis: compound left femoral fracture and comminuted patellar fracture from high impact fall. Estimated blood loss: 400 cc's. OR time: 10 hours. Mr. Rowe was recovered from the streets after a fall from the top of a skyscraper. The patient claimed he had descended with the, quote, wrong power, which is a typical claim for a ragamuffin with a rancid vest who hasn't slept or eaten in days. Given that he was stable, he was readied for the OR. The patient was antibiotic-loaded, and the proximal aspect of the femur protruding from the skin was realigned under anesthesia. Bone cement was used despite the patient's professed allergy. Mr. Rowe's kneecap was deemed unsalvageable, and the patient was provided with a titanium patellofemoral arthroplasty. Mr. Rowe will be discharged from orthopedics, though his traumatic leg length discrepancy will probably leave him with a noticeable limp. Returning to Seattle, he declined morphine prescriptions, claiming he would, quote, absorb smoke, which I assume is an allusion to his analgesic of choice. Ending dictation for patient Rowe, Delson.
1: Time for the One Life Left review section on Resonance M, the nation's foremost radio station that lets us broadcast about video games, sort of. This is About Video Games, and we're going to talk about the games we've been playing this week. Anne. Hi,
2: I've been playing... Ninja Pizza Girl. How oh, have you? What? Interesting. Yes. Oh, that's amazing.
4: <clears throat> Tell us about this game.
2: It's not out yet. So it's a
4: friend of the show, though, isn't it's it? It's a
2: friend of the show. Uh, so they sent us a build over and... Oh, it's good. It's good. You're in a family. Um, and you're So your family makes and delivers pizza. Mm-hmm. You are the girl that delivers the pizza. You have to navigate your way across uh, the skyline of a city to get your pizza there on time before it gets cold and your dad gets angry and he has to make another one um so there's a lot of jumping involved jumping and crouching and there are enemies and you've got to get there in the right time it's really good it's really really fun um I think it's your brother is there to support you along the way um yeah it's just super super nice
1: which games would you say it was like
2: jumpy games
1: jumpy games that's your jumpy
2: alongy games (laughs) jumpy alongy you know where you go alongy the screen (laughs) yeah (laughs) you do jumpy to go up and down and along uh yeah you're just sort of running and jumping to get across okay um it's really good it looks really nice as well um yeah, it's just it's just super fun. Like I uh, saw, so I was playing it in my uh, on my PC. Uh, the controls are really easy to use. Um, they're pretty responsive. Just felt fun. Just felt fun, Steve.
1: And this, they, they sent you this demo and they said this was a private version of the game yes, they made is. made just for us. Yes, it is. Interesting.
2: Um, So, as payback for that, I'm just going to say that they sent an email to us today saying that they uh, have hit the 50% mark of their Kickstarter goal and they've announced new stretch goals which are brilliant. Um, that will allow people with mobility, vision and cognitive difficulties to play Ninja Pizza Girl. So, mm. maybe get on Go board back with it. their Kickstarter Get that done. It's really good.
1: Simon, what have you been up to? Played a lot of games.
4: <clears throat> um you've been on holiday. I've been on holiday. Played an awful lot of Marvel Dice Masters. Which is a which is a tabletop game. Really. It's brilliant. I'm gonna be I'm gonna go on the the loading bar, they've started doing a YouTube programme about people playing it. Good. I,
1: I imagine this as Yahtzee versus the Marvel Universe.
4: Yeah, cross with, Ma- with uh, Magic the Gathering. It, right. Yeah, it's proper nerdy. <laughs> it
1: really is. Okay. Uh,
4: so that's good. Um, but And I was hoping to bring you a review of Lights, uh, the top-down um, strategy game that was originally on Kickstarter then got pulled and now being published by Team 17. I've not played enough of it so I don't feel qualified, Anne. Yeah. Some other radio shows would press on regardless yeah. but no. I don't want to give it a score. Yeah,
2: quality. Exactly. Quality control.
4: So um, I shall be doing that next week. Um, instead, I've been playing XCOM on the iPad. What? Yeah, so the old PC game uh, came out on the iPad. It's recently just come out on Android. Uh, It's the full game but you touch and prod at it and move characters that way and it's brilliant. Such a brilliant game to play when you're travelling. So is it the full version? Literally the full version. I've got further than I did on the PC version, just purely because it's convenient. Um, So yeah, XCOM is a turn-based strategy game, a revival of a very old title, but bang up to date. Um, It's what do we call it? Oh, it's not roguelike, is it? Because the missions are structured. But it, it has permadeath.
1: Roguelike-like.
4: Roguelike-like. It's a roguelike-like. Uh, so it has permadeath. So you grow very attached to the characters. Uh, you're doing very well, Steve. Genuinely. Really? It? Yeah, yeah. We're part of the core team. How am I doing? There haven't been any more ladies pop up. Because I tend to tr- like take t- very cautiously. Yeah. yeah so yeah. my wife's in there and not you yeah all
2: right? wh- what what yeah. <laughs> unacceptable
4: uh, all doing, no you're up to one of the top ranks actually oh, that's yeah that's good to know um, yeah so I've got pretty far I've uh, been really enjoying it uh, thoroughly recommend it I think it's come down in price too recently um, because of the Android version it's about £8 but yeah full proper game made in the Unreal Engine excellent uh, very tense uh,
1: super atmospheric recommend it 7 out of 10 good I've been playing Crimson Land what's that so we got sent a code for Crimsonland to the I I team at the name. One Life Left account, which I use. So you guys can't. It's a PS4 game. It's a top-down shooter. We all get it. Uh, I think that you would have had to use it before me, and I was Oh, away. so you've used the code. I've used the Sorry, code. Sorry, I email yeah, address. You know, um, so. It's a top-down shooter, um, and it's—I think it portrays itself as the bloodiest game ever, or something. It's very Robotron-like. You sort of move around in the centre of the screen and shoot stuff. No, that's Robotron-like-like. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry, my apologies. By the game, by the guys, uh, Ten Tons, who did a game called King Oddball, which right. I think we reviewed earlier. On the, uh, what did it get? Got seven. Today, okay. It's uh, that was an Angry Birds-like, in which you—sorry, a like-like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in which you are the the moon and you sort of throw rocks with your tongue it's a bit weird yeah. uh, but it lasts forever that game and so does this one there's so much so many levels each level is a variant on the last sort of quests where you have to kill a certain number of people in a certain amount of time or, or sort of kill them all before uh, you die uh, sorry, I was just looking at the time, concern because you were too. No, was I just, like going no. on a
4: bit. Yeah, I, actually, I, do you know what? Yes. I looked at yeah. the time, Steve, and I was disappointed that there are only six minutes left because I like I'd like this review to go on forever.
1: <laughs> well, it will. <laughs> <Yeah>. be <laughs> Okay. The extended version on the podcast, which yeah. is just a live, <laughs> live okay. camera train rambling. <laughs> rambling. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's a top-down sh- twin-stick shooter that. Does exactly that. I really like it. Loads of interesting perks, loads of interesting weapons. Uh it's on PS4, you should buy it. I think it's also on Steam. Seven out of ten. Rachel!
0: Uh well
5: when I'm not playing Sunless Sea, I've been playing well the Secret World MMO. Uh so that you can play as the a Templar, Illuminati, or a Dragon. Um What do you play as? I'm a Templar. I thought I'd go for the good guys okay. first. Um, So yeah, so it's an urban fantasy. Uh, You are sent to various places around the world to investigate mysteries and help out the people in those places. At the moment, I'm in uh, Maine, America, uh, helping with a zombie infestation, which does mean I've been eaten more times than I care to count. So uh, I give it 7 out of 10. Okay,
4: thanks
1: very much. Good job. Just for our review policies, can you clarify your involvement with the uh, game? We just need to footnote that.
4: So, did you, did you pay for the game yourself yeah. or were you sent a code?
0: Uh,
5: no, uh, no, I paid for uh, The Secret World myself. Uh, okay. uh, have in... they
1: ever bought you any sandwiches?
5: No, absolutely Cookies? nothing. I'm, nothing? Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't even know I exist. Really? What, what
2: were you eating when you played it? Grapes?
5: Grapes. Interesting. Okay,
1: thank you. interesting. thank you. Noted. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Have we got time for a song, Simon? Yes. What should we sing? Wednesday, isn't it? It's yes. night, isn't it? Maybe we could have one in the background. Let's have uh, a motion ride on in the background. It's nice, isn't it? That's good. There we go. But not good enough to be in the foreground. <laughs> it can be for a bit. Can I... <laughs> This is uh, Motion Ride. It's called Whatever You Wish. We've just been sorting out some admin. Andmin. And-min. Uh, something
2: exciting happened in the world of video game media this week. Did it? Uh,
4: Steve was in Finland and I was in Turkey. So oh. you uh, You kept your eye on... Kept my eye okay. on the
2: ball. And wh- oh, what a ball. What
1: happened? <laughs> uh,
2: the GMAs are back. What? They're back.
1: You see, I knew. If you're talking about balls, you must be talking about Guy Cocker.
2: <laughs> Always. Uh, yeah, they're back. They're different. Uh, it, it's all new. You have to nominate yourself.
1: I oh, mean, we are too modest. With to
2: examples do... of your work.
1: Well, oh, dear, here we go. Just email, en- <laughs> <a> <laughs> attach this. <laughs> Bosh. upload the radio.
2: <laughs> How do you upload? Should we send them
4: a radio? Yes. yes. Should we buy some?
2: Let's absolutely do that. Should we yeah. do some cheap? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah. send them so radios. Bribery,
4: they'll have to declare it. They will it. have to declare it, won't they?
2: Oh, they'll declare okay, it,
4: Okay, so right. when are they back? October? Yeah, they'll be back in October. So how are they different? Yeah.
2: Uh, they've got less categories. Fewer. Fewer categories. Uh,
4: can Lesser you look categories.
2: look they are? Can you look up <laughs> what they are?
4: Just well, quickly, Yeah, I can do. Just
2: quickly look them up. Um, there is more... There.
4: Okay, th- Google. Ask <laughs> Siri. What categories are in the GMAs this year?
2: I'm going to ask Siri. Uh...
4: Uh, It says uh, annual energy review. What (laughs) categories are energy and I use this year? Uh, I don't know. Don't know, Anne.
2: Uh, Anyway, there's less, fewer categories. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Is So, what's what's
4: the one that we are most eligible um, for?
2: uh, Podcast or radio or Or, not? Anne. Yeah, podcast or radio or video. Is it all of them? I don't know. Oh, guys, I'm going to have to look this up really quickly. Oh,
4: you can't. we have to go. Let's talk about it next week. Let's
2: talk about it next week. Rachel, thank you
4: so much for coming in.
2: Thank you for having so me. So where can we follow your work? Uh, you can follow
5: Fail Better at failbettergames.com. You can follow me at at RL Reynolds on Twitter. Um, and it was lovely to be here.
4: Well, uh, this isn't goodbye, of course, because we're going to see you Wednesday, aren't
0: we?
5: Wednesday,
4: what are, what are you going to come on Wednesday? Tell us what you
5: I'm f- going to do my best.
0: Wh- uh, d- uh, <laughs> we've had
4: that no. before. Hang on, are you coming on Wednesday?
0: I'll try.
1: Rachel, <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. What- Stop the show, Steve. <laughs> what song? What's your favourite karaoke song? Quickly.
5: Uh, I don't do karaoke because I can't sing. Okay, it doesn't matter. What's
1: your favourite karaoke song? Okay. Um, Quickly. Ooh, quickly I really otherwise don't otherwise you're getting Taylor
4: Swift <laughs> Taylor Swift it is thanks for listening Rachel thanks for coming on everyone else we'll see you Wednesday or we had an amazing time last night didn't we yes, thanks very yes. much uh, see it. you bye. next week bye
0: See you bye, bye. <laughs>